0: Welcome to the Cornerstone Baptist Church Podcast. My name is Justin Wheeler. I am the preaching pastor for Cornerstone. And today we are in week 50 of our journey through the Heidelberg Catechism. We are just two more weeks away from completing this. Uh, Today it's week 50 and there's only one question again. And that question is question one. Twenty-five, And so over the last several weeks, we've been working our way through the Lord's Prayer from Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And today we're going to focus in on this particular well-known phrase, um, give us this day our daily bread. So here's the question, question 125, what is the fourth petition, uh, the fourth petition in this prayer? And the answer is this, give us this day our daily bread. And that means, Lord, be pleased to provide for all our bodily needs so that we come to know that you are the only source of everything good and that neither our work and worry nor your gifts can do us any good without your blessings. So help us to give up our trust in creatures and to put our trust in you alone. Trust in God alone. This, that's what this is all about. That's the heart of this particular part of the Lord's Prayer, a trust in God to provide for our basic needs. It's a trust in Him to provide the very crumbs of bread that will keep us alive today. And if you think about it, this is a very desperate prayer for God to take away even the nagging hunger that our bodies feel constantly. This prayer is like a baby crying for milk and being fully dependent upon mother, upon someone outside of him or herself to provide the need. And we've all been hungry before, Um, but how many of us have been truly hungry? I know that some listening have been in that state before. By God's grace alone, we live in a land where food is plentiful and it's fairly cheap Uh, And aside from the occasional natural disaster preparation, there is seldom a time when our grocery store shelves are empty. There's always food nearby. Um, Actually, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, it is estimated that Americans waste 30 to 40 percent of the food supply of, of America every year. And what that means is that we throw away or allow to go bad 133 billion pounds of food, which costs somewhere in the neighborhood of $161 billion. We throw away an unthinkable amount of food. And if this startles you and you think you might like to change your habits in this regard, I would encourage you to check out USDA.gov slash food waste. I was... It was intriguing, but it was also surprising to learn those things. But, but here's the reality that that shows us, is that, that we live in a nation of plenty. We live in a place where food is plentiful. It's always nearby. And it's been that way for decades, which means that most of us, though not all of us, but most of us are not worried about where our next meal is going to come from. Most of us have never had to worry about that. Most of us assume that there will be food on our table, in our pantry, and our refrigerator, and and we just take this for granted. And therefore, this prayer is confronting that in us. Now, I I know that it might be difficult for us to imagine, but I want us to try to put ourselves in the, the, the Israelites' shoes, or sandals, if you will, as they were on their way to Mount Sinai. Right? they just come out of Egypt. They're wandering in the wilderness, and God is leading them, and God is guiding them. And all that they had was the stuff that they packed up on Passover night. They didn't have grocery stores along the way. They didn't have anywhere to get food and water. They had to completely rely on God's daily provision, or they would surely die. And if you can imagine what that was like, then you can begin to grasp the, the heart cry behind this prayer. Lord, give us today the daily bread that we need when your eyes open and the hunger already begins to stir in your stomach, it's a cry out to the Lord, God, give us what we need today. Because what we need is going to come from your hand. And so this prayer, this prayer for daily bread, is giving voice to a desperate plea within our hearts for God to care for us every day. And it's also a recognition that the daily bread that we need the daily bread that sustains our bodies, actually it comes ultimately from God's hand and God's hand alone. Even the good things like food that we have in abundance can get in the way of our gratitude to God for the blessings of his care over us. And here's what I mean. When we take for granted the basic necessities of life, when we just take for granted that we're always going to have food, when we take for granted that that food is plentiful and it's cheap and we're going to have it because we've always had it, uh, then we will inevitably fail to praise God for His provision because we just assume that we did all of this. We just assume that, well, America is just a land of plenty. We just assume so much and we fail to recognize that, no, this stuff, everything came from God's hand. Every gift that we receive is from his gracious hand. James reminds us of that in James chapter 1 where he says, Don't be deceived, brothers. Um, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down to us from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Everything we have is from God, and our gratitude to Him should be constant and sincere. Now, for those of you who don't f- remember, the Heidelberg Catechism is broken up into three sections. The first section is guilt. It's explaining our sin and our separation from God because of our sin, it, and then it moved into that grace section where the gospel was explained, and and, and then the last section here is the section on gratitude, right? Guilt, grace, Gratitude and this this prayer is really stirring up in us uh, as Americans, especially an understanding of how grateful we should be to God for the blessing of his daily provision for us. We should also be crying out to him for it. But our gratitude to him should be constant and it should be sincere. And when we take for granted that this stuff just happens because we're Americans and because we're alive, then we fail to give him the gratitude that he deserves. We fail to praise him the way he deserves to be praised. And the the Heidelberg wants us to understand that when we pray for God to give us our daily bread, we are putting our trust in Him alone. We are battling self-reliance, that sinful self-reliance that is in each of our hearts, and we are placing our hope and our trust in God as the provider of every good gift. So at no point should we assume that this prayer is a license for us to stop working and simply ask God to give us what we need. That's not the point at all. The point is not that you know we should you know, not go to work today and then just pray that God would provide for us. No, that's not what God has told us in his word. In fact, he says that if a man doesn't work, he should not eat, right? So there's, a, there's the, the spiritual oversight that God provides, but then there's also the practical ways in which he provides for us to get those things. The point of this prayer, though, is to help our hearts grasp the reality that everything we have comes from the Lord. The job that we have which allows us to buy the food that's at the grocery store is a gift of God's blessing. The fact that we have grocery stores, not just one but multiples, and the fact that there are there's food in all of those stores and that we have the means to buy that food in those stores, all of this, the big picture, all of this is a blessing from God that we don't deserve. We don't deserve it. And so we should be grateful and we should be prayerful. Too often We fail to pray with sincerity for our daily bread, and this might be a display of our lack of confidence in God's provision and too much confidence in our own ability. Yes, we do work. Yes, we do provide good things for ourselves and our family in that sense, but the whole process of our needs being met is overseen by God. Okay, so I want to go back to that illustration I mentioned earlier about Israel in the wilderness, giving us something of an understanding of the desperation that this prayer entails, because they were in a position where if God didn't provide for them, they they weren't going to eat and their children weren't going to eat. So that daily prayer of God, give us today our daily bread, it was a desperate prayer. But that's not where the story ends with Israel, right? Uh, the story kind of begins there. But if you look in Deuteronomy, uh, you know, uh, 40 years later from that Exodus account, you look in Deuteronomy, Moses is preparing that next generation of people to go into the promised land. And, and they were in a, a generation of Israelites who had experienced God's daily gift of bread for all of their lives, Um In fact, they are 40 years removed from that first generation who was disciplined by God. They're 40 years removed. God has been providing for them all of their lives. God has been fighting their battles and all of these different things. And Moses comes in in Deuteronomy chapter 8, and he says, By the way, do not take God's provision for granted. God, he says, God has blessed you as a generation. He's cared for you. He's led you. He's provided for you. He's even helped you win military battles to stay alive. But you will have a tendency to forget all these good things that God has done, and you will take credit for it yourself if you don't remember. And so in Deuteronomy 8, Moses says this, he says, do not forget that the Lord is the one who brought you here. He cared for you, He fed you, He made the clothes on your back hold together and not wear out. So beware lest you say in your heart, My power and my might have gotten me this. You see, this was a real issue for that generation of Israelites. They had had these things all of their lives. So you have you have two pictures here. The, the early Israelites, or I should say those who were freshly um, delivered from slavery in Egypt, they had this need, this desperate need to cry out to God for daily bread, but then they failed. And then you have a generation, 40 years removed, who they've had all these things all their lives, and their issue, their tendency to fail is going to be in that they take for granted the things that God has given them. So this was a real issue for that generation of Israelites, and it's a real issue for us today. We have a tendency to forget that all of life is in the palm of God's hands. We have a tendency to forget that all that we have comes from Him. We have a tendency to trust in our own ability rather than to confess our desperate need. And so this prayer is an antidote to self-reliance. So let's make this our prayer, but also our attitude, right? Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Thank you for joining me today to discuss this aspect of our prayer as Christian people. Next week, we're going to be talking about forgiveness of debts and deliverance from evil. So I hope you will join me again for that discussion as we look at Lord's Day 51 and questions 126 and 127. Now, if you want to learn more about Cornerstone Baptist Church, you can find us online at cornerstonewiley.org. You can follow us on uh, Twitter or Instagram at CBC Wiley. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cornerstone Wiley. And you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play to stay up to date with all the new content. Thank you so much for listening.